Good afternoon. This is uh, Amy Ressler. I'm with uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, and you're listening to the Extension Hour. We're just really excited to be back on the radio, and I've got some great guests today. Um, they're just going to blow our socks off with all of their uh, vast array of knowledge. Um, but we are really happy to be here with the Extension Hour. And so the first thing that we do, of course, is we talk about some of the things that are happening in Extension, because um, people often ask us, you know, how do, how do I know what's going on? How do I know what you're doing? So um, this is one way, because we share this information. So some things that I have that um, Brandon, our agriculture agent, wants you to know about. Um, he has some schooling schools coming up, schooling shows, not schools, and schooling schools. That's kind of funny. Um, so this is um, uh, Montgomery County Adult Horse Committee. And so the, the schooling are all about helping people learn to um, with their horses better. So things like uh, showmanship and walking, trot, western pleasure, um, showmanship at the halter, showmanship. Um, so, uh, yeah, actually, that. so there's three different days, and they have very similar um, agendas for the day. So Tuesday, January 15th, Tuesday, January 22nd, and Tuesday, January 29th. Um, and each show begins at 6.30, and there's an entry fee of $5 per class or $20 for all evenings. So um, just keep that in mind because those are some really good things. And then along the sort of same lines, um, which will actually kind of relate to what we're going to talk about today um, with our master gardeners. But um, in February, so February 28th, there will be a soil and forage analysis and fertility program. So we'll have a special guest speaker, and that'll be Dr. Tony Proven. He's with the Texas A&M Department of Soil and Crop Sciences, and he'll provide feedback of recent soil test campaign. So the last uh, couple months, um, people have been able to bring in their soil uh, well, I mean, they can do that anytime, but there's like a special push for it and I think a reduced cost for it. Um, but he'll look at um, what's happening with the soil around Montgomery County and um, participants can learn more about testing and the interpretation of it, I think, is um, one of the things that happens. And um, so my guests here are, are shaking their heads because they know this as uh, master gardeners. Um, but about the, uh, the fertility of the plants, uh, fertility of the soil and how that affects plant health, as well as um, how to properly take a soil sample so that you can get a really good analysis. So that'll be lots of great information. Thursday, February 28th um, at 6 p.m. And that will be at our uh, local Montgomery County Extension office. And the address there is 9020 Airport Road in Conroe. If you're not sure where that's at, it is right across the street from the um, Lone Star Convention Center. So Agriculture stays really busy. They've got a great newsletter and that newsletter is actually available electronically. So if you want to get on their list, you can um, get an email to get that newsletter, or you can, um, you know, get the good old-fashioned paper copy as well, get on the mailing list. Uh, so our 4-H department also stays really busy. Um, this is stock show season, so um, our 4-H agent is, uh, I think Fort Worth is going on this week, um, March is Houston, there's also the San Antonio Livestock Show, so um, a lot of our 4-Hers, um, our youth that are in 4-H go to these stock shows, so that's a big part. So, and a lot of people think that 4-H is just about um, cows and stock shows and that kind of thing, but really there's way more. And one of the most exciting projects that we have that's going on now is the robotics. So we have, um, actually there's going to be a robotics competition tomorrow um, <clears throat> that we're hosting here in Montgomery County. It's a, it's a multi-county event, but it's going to be a competition, kind of like a practice competition for um, some of the, the stock shows. Actually, we'll have robotics competitions. They also have, um, uh, yeah, food challenge competitions. So they do a lot more than just show stock and stock shows. Um, but that robotics competition is tomorrow. Um, and it's, it's a closed competition, so people have to have already been involved in it. But if you're interested in um, learning more about robotics or the other things that are available in 4-H, definitely um, give us a call at the Extension Office because we would love to get you signed up. So um, our number at the Extension Office is 936-539-7825. There's actually, so 25 used to be the one that came directly to my department. But two 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 four two three two 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 five, all of those will get you there. <laughs> but it's, so again, that's nine three six five three nine seven eight two five. I said too many numbers; I got confused. All right. So also, family community health. Just real quick, I want to tell you about some of the things that's happening with there. We have this great project called a mobile cooking school. So we take um, equipment and supplies and food to a location. We um, teach people some uh, cooking skills. Uh, do a little bit of a lesson, and then we actually make some recipes, and we sit down and eat it together. So 
pretty cool helping uh, families. Like a lot of families know how to cook, but there's a lot that have um, spent a lot of time eating out and um, learning to, you know, what to what to do with the vegetable, how to cut some time um, preparing so that it's more convenient to eat at home. Those kinds of things are things that we cover. Um, also, I'm do some food handler training. So I've got one scheduled coming up at um, Magnolia ISD. Uh, but those are some things that we can offer. And then there's another cool program called Cooking for One that my coworker, Mike McBride, is going to do over at the Purvis Library um, coming up in February. And then one more thing that i got to mention. Um, we, whenever we do our programs in Extension, one of the things that we work for um, is the people of, of Montgomery County, obviously. So how do we find out what's important here in Montgomery County? Well, we live here and we work here, so that's part of it. But we also... Um, try to get feedback from our uh, community members. And we do that regularly with um, committees that we have um, and volunteers that help participate um, and give us a lot of feedback. And so, by the way, Master Gardeners are really good about giving <laughs> feedback. Um, but another thing that we do is called the Texas Community Futures Forum, and that's a really a strategic planning event. And so, you know, year to year we're and, and sometimes day to day, uh, you know, we're responding to things that come in. But um, strategic planning through this Texas Community Futures Forum helps us look like three to five years down the road. So in three to five years, what's going to be important in Montgomery County? Are those issues that are really facing us now? Will they still be here? Will there be other things? I mean, what do we see coming down the road so that um, we can really prepare for the future? So um, that will be, we'll, ha we'll have some community uh, invitations. Yeah, but if anybody's, you know, listening and like really interested in doing something like that to help, you know, that have opinions and want to share them about how um, we can make an impact in Montgomery County in terms of educational things that we can do, because obviously that's what Texas A&M AgriLife is all about, is education, helping Texans better their lives is what we do. Um, so anything that we can, any feedback um, towards that is something that we really want together. So one of the things that will happen is we'll have a community forum, which will be a meeting that um, kind of validates the um, the issues that we find and um, helps prioritize those as well. Okay, so I've talked a lot, but I've got some great guests today, so I want to I want to just move on and get to that. Um, so we have Gary Tannehill and Scott Darnell, and they are members of the Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. So would you guys like to say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, pleasure to be here. <laughs> Hello, Gary and I are excited to be here today. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. So you guys are the caretakers of the AgriLife or Orchard, so the Master, Gun Garden, Master Gardener Association. Uh, around our offices there, 9020 Airport Road, we've got, we've got gorgeous gardens, and you guys do just such a great job um, preparing those. But you guys, the two of you in particular, help kind of manage the, the orchard area, right? It's, uh, right, it's the orchard demonstration area. So its purpose is to demonstrate to the public things about the orchard growing trees and vines and grapes and things like that. Yeah, and that's helpful to know, too, that, is, that it really is demonstration. Right. So, I mean, they're gorgeous, they're pretty, mm -hmm. but occasionally, maybe when you're doing a demonstration, things may not turn out so pretty. Right. <laughs> so then that helps you um, provide information to people who are trying to grow things and, you know, wondering why does it not turn out pretty. So you do the demonstrations to figure out what works really well mm -hmm. here. Okay, so... Um, so first of all, let's tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, how long have you been a master gardener, and do you okay. like anything besides trees? I took the uh, master gardener training in 2014, and that's about, I think, 40 hours of training, and then you have to do 60 hours of volunteers, and then you become a master gardener. They call us interns until that time. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we have put in 30 hours of volunteer plus six hours of continuing education. So that's sort of how I, my background with yeah, so it's it's pretty intense for you guys to become a master gardener. Yeah, master doesn't mean you've mastered uh, all <laughs> gardening. It just means you've done that course, and now you're learning more right. you know, from other people and experience. And it's an ongoing thing, too. Like you said, the 30 hours every year that right. you need, at, at, at a minimum, is 30 hours right. to maintain that master gardener um, certification. But, um, you know, you, the banquet or the luncheon, mm -hmm. luncheon that you guys have in December recognizes... Um, several people who have exceeded um, expectations during the year. And, but there, there's some of them that have. Like, 400, 600 hours. Yeah. That's, 
So that's that's uh, pretty close to like a, a full-time job almost. Oh, job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably close to part-time, but <laughs> I bet sometimes it feels like a full-time. So how about you, Scott? Yes, thanks. Uh, Gary and I work together in the orchard, and Gary is, the way we organize, Gary is our garden manager, and several mm -hmm. of us specialize in specific areas of the orchard, fruits, berries, stone fruits, and turf. And my area is the citrus area, so I've been gardening 30-plus years, and when I came back to Texas area, 2016, I, I joined the Master Gardening Program here in Montgomery County and enjoyed the education that we got. And, and you mentioned, what you mentioned is very beneficial. We have access to many very experienced and educated uh, professors from Texas mm -hmm. A&M, et cetera, as part of the Master Gardening Program. And so Gary, as the gardening manager, kind of oversees what we do in the various areas. And my specific uh, focus area is the citrus demonstration area talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, we're going to get into some some detail in our next couple of segments. Um, but, okay, an interesting thing is often when I'm like out in public and I tell people that I work for Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, they go, oh, I love your plant sales. Right. <laughs> so, I, and so I was just talking about all the things that we have going on and we have a lot of things going on, but sometimes people recognize the plant sale because that's one of the, 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 the big events and um, again, because you guys are so impressive with the kinds of things that you do. Um, so I was talking to uh, Michael Potter, the horticulture agent, um, and I think it was yesterday, he and Kim were telling me about um, the numbers of master gardeners, like how many there are. Uh, Montgomery County is one of the biggest right. um, around, um, and they were saying that they broke 400. Right. So right. with the new intern class, it's just over 400 master gardeners that are um, involved. And Amazing. That's, yeah, that's very impressive. And the other thing that's really cool, I think, too, is um, the completely volunteer hour. So right. we mentioned that it's, for some people, it's like a part-time job, but nobody gets paid. It's it's all volunteer. Um, so one of the things that we do uh, that Michael takes care of during um, that presentation in December, that re recognition, is he looks at all of the hours that the Master Gardeners has put in, um, puts a dollar value on that based on um, I forget what the name of the organization is, but there is an organization that has that figures out how much each volunteer hour is worth. And right now it's somewhere twenty two fifty six. I'm not sure exactly, um, but so you add up all of these thousands of hours that these four hundred master gardeners are putting together, and you know it ends up with a, over a million dollars of uh, economic impact. So if you were you know paid, um, that's you know what it would uh, cost. So that's that's always a kind of a mind-blowing yep. thing so okay um so the big we said plant sale right coming up tomorrow we do we our annual nut and fruit and nut tree plant sale is coming up on saturday the 26th this is an annual event we have thousands of trees available for the public to buy and typically uh this one starts it starts at eight in the morning with a training session and mm -hmm. we're all about education and reaching out to the community so from eight to nine will be a training session on fruit and nut trees and then at 9 o'clock from 9 to noon is the actual sale. And, again, it's at our our address on Airport Airport Road. Is it 9020 yep. Airport yep. Road? It not is. far from the airport. Uh, parking is across the street in the Lone Star Convention Center, which is uh, close by. And you have the opportunity to browse the trees and the berries and the plants that are there and be able to pick out trees and, and take them home and grow them. I have several in my yard, and they're, they've done quite well. It also gives you an opportunity to, to understand what types of fruits and trees do well in this area because the, the fruits and trees that we have at the at the sale is very uh, are targeted for Montgomery County. Yeah, so we um, are going to talk more about. So maybe somebody can't come to the sale tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit more about what does well here and uh, just draw on your expertise that you have available. Um, but we do have to take a little bit of a break. But we're going to come back we'll to give you some more details about the plant sale and some um, very helpful tips for your fruit and nut trees at your home. But um, you're listening to the Extension Hour, 104.5, 106.1. That's the call letters for the, or the tuning in for Lone Star Radio and worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. We'll be right back. Family and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, 
passenger and community safety, and building strong families, all encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas, dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. So what do you guys think about our music? Cool. We like, it's, it's just like peppy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the extension hour. That's that's the music for the extension hour. And it always makes me want to dance. <laughs> so um, this is the extension hour every Friday here on Lone Star Radio, um, 1 to 2 p.m. on Fridays. And we have different guests come in, um, all that represent uh, different aspects of the extension service and um, groups that we partner with. And so more than we've got more than a partnership with the Master Gardener Association. I think like we're like, we're like married or something because right. it's really, really, right. really close. Um, and before we went to break, uh, we were talking with Gary Tannehill and Scott Darnell and talking about the fruit and nut tree sale that's coming up actually tomorrow. So oh, January correct. 26th, starting at eight o'clock with um, a presentation. And then we just turn them loose and let them go pick trees, right? Correct. <laughs> um, so the other thing we want to mention too, though, that this is only fruit and nut trees at this sale. Um, so later on in the spring, there'll be a, a vegetable and ornamental and all that. Um, and then there's a fall plant sale as well. But this one is just fruit and nut trees. And so if people want to find out more about it, the, you were saying there's a website that they can go. Sure. We have our, our uh, Master Gardener website, www.mcmga.com. You can call, you can go, go to that website and see all the varieties that we have available at the plant sale. Also, when you do come to the plant sale, if you're interested in purchasing uh, plants, you can pay by cash, check, or credit card. Make it convenient, don't you? To make it convenient for everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's say that website one more time because um, we, we you know, those uh, <laughs> those letters just roll off our tongue. Because But it stands for Master. I mean, www.mcmga.com. Okay. So for Montgomery yeah. County Master Gardeners Association. Yeah. That's the acronym for our organization. Is it yeah. .com or .org? If dot com doesn't work, sure. try dot org. <laughs> yeah. So you'll I never you, can remember. It, could, it does get confusing. Um is or it may be T A M U dot E D U. So you can Google Montgomery County Master Gardeners. There you go. And then right. yeah, make sure you're at the right website. And you should see um the Master Gardener logo that Gary has on his his shirt. It's 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 very, very nice. Okay. And <laughs> Um, and then Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. You should see that. You'll also see the plant sale banner it's mm. right at the front of the website. So you can click and, on that. And when you look at the list of uh, plants, you'll also see grapes and berries, like raspberries oh, okay. and raspberries. And I think there's some other things that are maybe, I don't know if they're selling strawberries this time, but there'll, there'll be some other things besides just fruit. Okay. Good to know. All right. And then also there's a, uh, Master Gardeners have a Facebook page because mm. you guys are, are hip that way. <laughs> Um, so the Master Gardeners uh, Facebook page, I think, is also the Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. Um, so, again, you can check that on uh, Facebook because uh, you guys post a lot of great things on that as well. Okay, so what can people expect? So they come to the plant sale, first thing, uh, the presentation. Mm-hmm. And what, what, is, what does that mean? What's the presentation, presentation include? The presentation sort of tells you the varieties that are being offered. 
mm-hmm. and their pluses and minuses or their characteristics and probably some uh, information about how to plant them and so on. And then when that breaks, uh, there's a big rush because mm-hmm. a lot of people have very right. definite ideas what they want and they want to get out there right away. And so it's a little bit of a rush. But there's people at each uh, line, we call them, each uh, sec- segment of the plant sale who are familiar with those trees. So you can ask questions to those people about this tree or that tree or whatever or how to do it. And so they're available to talk also. Yeah, and I, I think that that's the great thing about getting fruit and or getting any of your supplies from Master Gardener Association is that you have that expertise. I mean, you, there's plenty of places that sell them, but, you know, they may or may not. And some of them are awesome, but some of them yeah. don't, you know. Also, so there's the people unique ask thing questions. about this uh, plant sale is we sell a lot of bare root trees, mm-hmm. and you don't see those in um, other places because you can't hold bare root trees very long. Uh-huh. So most of the trees you buy elsewhere are in a pot, which is okay. Uh, when you order trees online, often they send them bare root. Okay. These are fresh, bare-rooted trees. So what do people need to, they need to bring money. Right. (laughs) They need to be prepared, cash, check, or credit card. Right, correct. Um, And then do they need to bring anything else when they come? No. uh, You know, if you want, you can bring your own wagon Mm -hmm. because we have lots of wagons, but they get used up pretty quick. And so then if you want to buy several, you're sort of having a hard time, you know, carrying them around. So Mm -hmm. you may have to wait a while to get a wagon. So some people who've been here several times bring their own wagon. And then we provide sacks for the bare root trees and the sort of thing so you protect the roots. And the other thing to keep in mind is if you have specific trees that you're really mostly interested in, go to those first mm-hmm. and pick them out versus just browsing around and getting those you don't in because the, some of the trees sell out at the sale and it's important if you have a targeted tree or plant you're looking for to, to look for those initially and then you can browse around after. Okay. And you, you don't have to come to the presentation. It's no. just kind of a, a pep talk to Correct. get you prepared. Right. Um, and then the sale actually starts at 9 right. and, and goes to? Noon. 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 And the sale does not open until 9. So if you go to the presentation, you're not missing the opening of the sale. Okay. The, the sale opens at 9, and those that exit the presentation enter the sale the same time as everyone else. Is waiting for the sale. Yeah. And then you can come anytime before right. you, before 9 before and noon. Okay. Yeah. In fact, if you don't mind missing out, you can come later and it's a lot more relaxed right. than it is that first 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've talked about the, the trees and what we have available for them to, to purchase. But let's. I want to talk more about um, everything that goes on the rest of the year before the um, the, the sales and and um, a little bit more about what you do. Right. And we, we said you, um, you know, manage the your caretakers of the orchard, but... Gary, what does that mean? Well, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about the demonstration garden so you know what's in it. Okay. We have a, a stone fruit demonstration. Stone mm-hmm. fruit is peaches and plums and things like that that have a pit. Mm-hmm. And so, why, do, why do they call them stone fruit? Because they have a pit in them. Okay, so, so the pit is that's, the stone. That's why okay. you call it a stone. Nice. So we have uh, three different ways of growing uh, peaches. We have what are called high density, where we have three trees that are planted 18 inches apart, mm-hmm. and we prune them as one tree. Then we have three trees, same varieties, that we grow according to AgriLife uh, recommended practices. And then we have three where we just plant them in the ground and we don't do anything to them. We just let them grow. Because that never really happens in, in real life, right? People no. like are out there pruning right. them on a regular basis. No, no. <laughs> there, there's plenty of us that just go, oh, it's a tree. <laughs> we call that natural growth. There you go. Okay, then we have uh, 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 berries and vines. We have uh, blackberries. We have several different kinds of grapes, and we have uh, some raspberries. We also have uh, apple trees, and then we have kiwi fruit, which oh. we're, that's a vine, if you didn't know. And we're, we're doing this as an experiment to see how it will grow here because they require more chill hours, which we may talk about later, <laughs> than we normally have. So we'll see how that goes. And then we have our turf demonstrations, and those uh, fill the areas between the trees. So we have different... A turf that we grow, different kinds of grass. And for the layperson, turf is grass. Grass, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, lawn grass, if you mm-hmm. want, not forage or anything. And so we have different things going on there. And, and then we have the citrus, and I think that's, is that about all it is? Uh, I think that's right, yeah. So what what you got in the citrus? Citrus 
demonstration row, we have several different citrus trees of varying varieties, um, varying from age from 10 years old to just a year old that we've planted. And we try to have varieties that would be of interest to growers in the Montgomery County area. We have a tangerine tree. We have a wari satsuma tree. We have the Meyer lemon, which is a popular fruit mm -hmm. in the area. We also have a Republic of Texas orange, which is a cold-hardy orange that grows in this area. It's been growing in the Houston general area for, since the mid-1800s, so wow. it should be successful in this area. Mm -hmm. and then we have a uh, real red grapefruit, and uh, some, some may know that the, the red grapefruit is the Texas state fruit yeah. uh, citrus, so we have a, a specimen for that. So each of these varieties should grow well in Montgomery County, and they're at different stages of their life cycle. So when we train uh, in the gardens and, and do teaching sessions, as Gary leads and others, uh, it's how to prune an older tree, how to prune a younger tree, how you take care of a younger tree or an older tree. So the, the citrus row it gives you an idea of how to care for different types of trees if you wanted to grow these in your yard. Okay. And... Uh, I know you've been worried about the freezes they've had recently. <laughs> yes, our two big key activities this time of year, uh, many gardeners take some of this time of year off, but we in Master Gardening don't take any of the year off. Mm -hmm. We're busy uh, pruning trees. We do some of that this year, this time of year. And then freeze protection is important uh, around the county for the, those of us in Texas uh, aren't necessarily used to all these cold temperatures. <laughs> and uh, Trees are the same way, and they can't get up and move around, so they have to take what comes their way. So we, we uh, have a fairly uh, uh, extensive program of freeze protection for, for the trees. We have frost tents on the trees now in the event it gets cooler. You know, citrus trees can deal down into 30 degrees pretty well, but once it gets into the low 30s or the extended time in the 20 degrees area, you need to take action to protect your trees, whether it's via cover or you can do other things to, for freeze protection. So freeze protection is a key activity right now. And those of us that have trees in our yards or in pots uh, should take action this time of year when the temperatures get down into the cold, uh, colder areas like we are now. So depending on the, the, the forecast, I mean, if it, when, when, do you, when do you put, I mean, how do you decide that? That yeah, it's going to, just the forecast, yeah. which, you know, may or may not the forecast, be right, accurate. may or may not. The thing <laughs> you look for is if you start to get, down in the lower 30s, you need to start taking care of your citrus trees. And if it gets, if you get a forecast, and obviously it could change. It's in mm -hmm. time in the 20s, et cetera. You need to really take care of them. And think you can do things like we mentioned the frost tents, but you can wrap a blanket around your tree. You just need to make sure it goes to the ground so you capture the heat from the ground. And some people hang the old, old-timey old Christmas lights. It's like yeah. an old-timey Christmas on your tree to mm -hmm. create a little bit of heat around the tree underneath the tent that you put around it. We also mound up soil around the, the base of the tree to protect the roots and the, and the base of the, of the tree so it doesn't freeze at the base. So it's important to, to do that. And as we watch the weather forecast, obviously it changes, so you kind of adjust your approach depending right. on that. And so tomorrow it should be, I mean, it's going to get pretty cool tonight, and all the trees okay. are, are taken they care of. Fine. Yes, and then um, whenever the sale opens, it should be nice and chilly, but it right. should turn out to be a really beautiful day. Correct. All right, so... Um, we're going to take another break, but you were listening to the Extension Hour. We've got Gary Tannehill and Scott Darnell, um, and we're going to come back. We're going to ask them some more questions about um, the fruit and nut tree sale and about um, trees and stone fruits and all kinds of good things. We'll be right back. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air. Your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. 
Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Song. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Song, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Welcome back this lovely afternoon, and tomorrow is going to be lovely and awesome because it is uh, time for the Montgomery County Master Gardener Association Fruit and Nut Tree Sale. So you're listening to the Extension Hour. We're here every Friday, 1 to 2. We talk about different things. Um, actually, next week, we are, are also going to talk about Master Gardener things. So Sharon Walker is going to come uh, be the guest for that day and talk a little bit about the um, educational series that the Master Gardeners offer. Um, we mentioned before the fruit and nut tree sale that there's a presentation that just kind of helps people um, get a good idea of what, what they need to do with the fruit and nut trees that they take home. Um, but there's a lot of education that's available throughout the year um, from the Master Gardeners Association. And the other cool thing that people may or may not know about is, uh, you know, we have a phone room um, where people can call in with their questions, which happens fairly, uh, it happens often. We have several calls a day with people having questions about um, their, their their plants, their, their soil, um, all kinds of things. So um, we've got Scott Darnell and Gary Tannehill here, and they are the caretakers of the orchard. Um, at the at the gardens that are part of our um, ex- on the extension office grounds, and um, we need to make a clarification, right? We were talking about the website, and we we looked it up <laughs> to find out for sure. <laughs> oh, we found the right button. There you go. <laughs> yes, we did a little research while we were offline, and the, the website address is is www mcmga.com mm-hmm. for Montgomery County Master Gardeners Association. And again, that's where all the trees will be listed, various varieties of trees and berries and things that we'll have at, at the plant sale. Yeah, Thank, thanks for clarifying that because uh, that's always helpful to know. Okay, so um, they're going to come to the, say they want to come to the, uh, the <laughs> plant sale tomorrow. We will have lots of information, lots of trees. Um, and these things, things are technical here. So we, if you're listening, we're, we're having a little bit of issues with uh, staying connected. But you never have to worry about staying connected when you contact Master Gardeners because they are connected with information. <laughs> All right. So that's what, what we're going to have tomorrow at the fruit and nut tree sale. Um, but as I mentioned, also any time of year. Um, and sometimes people just stop by and they just kind of want right. to take peruse around and see what we have. And so that's always an option as well. Okay, so 
thousands of varieties that are listed on the website. Um, and earlier you had mentioned um, a little bit about bare root trees is right. one of the things that we have. So t- let's talk a little bit about that. Why does that matter? Well, uh, if you've never bought a bare root tree before, mm-hmm. uh, you sort of wonder what I do with it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing you want to do is keep the roots uh, moist. So that's why we put it in a sack. Okay. So you keep it in the sack. And next thing you want to do is plant it quickly or protect it because uh, if the roots dry out, the tree dies. And when you buy the tree, basically you're buying the roots and part of the uh, trunk uh, because that's the most important part. So I say when you buy a bare root tree, you need to look at the roots to make sure they're nice, healthy roots. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's not any that are diseased or broken off. So when you're there, uh, look at what you pull it out of the thing and look at it, you know, and see if that's the one you want. If it's not, we'll put it back, you know. You can talk to the people there. But uh, if you have a place that you already picked out that you're going to plant it, then go plant it right away. If you're not sure, then you can do what's healing called healing in, which is where you uh, dig a little trench, sort of a horizontal trench, and you put the, lay the roots in there, and then you cover it up keep that moist and that way the roots are okay but you can't leave it there too long or the roots will start growing in the ground so you lay it horizontal sort of horizontal so you're not that maybe not where you plan to actually plant it but that's just kind of like a holding little bed for it to feel better (laughs) and then if you're not sure when you're going to plant it and you know master gardeners are very notorious for buying plants and coming home and saying now what am i going to do with this (laughs) yeah we're not put it yeah so if you're not sure when you're going to plant it you can put it in a pot yourself put it in soil, and keep it in the pot. And you may have to sort of move the roots around a little bit to get it in a pot. Put it in a big pot if you can. And then you can hold it there for a year or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can plant the uh, potted plant anytime it's not, I say, not too hot, you know, which is a really hot summertime. Mm-hmm. If you put any plant in the ground, it's going to really be tough on it. So I would say, you know, in the first, well, when it's warm, you know, before mm-hmm. it gets real cold. But you could plant it when it's dormant in the winter. Okay. So that's something about bare root trees. Yeah. So during the the break, um, Scott was mentioning about you know why we have the fruit and nut tree sale in fe- uh, Janu- January. This is January. It's not quite February yet. And then we do the other plant sale later. Why why do we do that, Scott? Well, the plant sales are timed for the gardening annual gardening cycle, and the fruit and nut tree plant sale and the other plants there may be berries and other plants that are available. Saturday as well. There are things that you would typically plant this time of year. And, you know, we're all waiting on the first frost, last frost to happen in early March. And so you'd want to go out and plant these and they should thrive this time of year when we have plant, the vegetable, et cetera, fruits, fruit, uh, plant sale later in the year. That's when you would typically plant your vegetables and your garden vegetables. So that's why we time them the way we do. And, and the gardening cycle, I've lived in different parts of the country and the gardening cycle different wherever mm-hmm. you may be. So here in Montgomery County, we time this sale so that we can go out and take care of our trees and the things that you might be planting in the early spring. Because we're smart like that. Because <laughs> yeah. you guys are master gardeners. Okay, so you bring, this. So it's bare root. Is only bare root available? Or there's no, no, other, there's okay. a lot of trees that are in pots like avocados and uh, blueberries and various other things are in pots. Okay. So, and I'd say the majority of our trees are bare root trees. Okay, so you find the tree that are the trees that mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. You take them home. Right. And then what do you do? Then you plant them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that I'll tell you something about that, too. Here in Montgomery County, we have a lot of clay soil. Mm-hmm. A lot of these trees, we say, do not like wet feet. Okay. So one of the things you do not want to do is dig a hole in the clay and then plant your tree in that hole because when it rains, the water just... You've made a little bathtub for the water. Because the clay holds the water Hold, more, yeah. and then that right. makes the wet feet. It can't go anywhere once it gets in there. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. So if you have clay, uh, just put the tree on top of the clay and then add good soil on top of that. Now, you need to have good drainage. You know, you don't want to put this uh, tree in the bottom of some place where it puddles all the time. Mm-hmm. You want to build it up a little bit or something so that you have good drainage. So you don't want puddles around your tree roots just can't take it but you know the trees that we have out there we had that problem we put the trees on top of the clay and added soil on top of it and they grew very well 
the other thing that people can do if they when they buy a tree, if you have questions, Amy mentioned the phone room earlier, and we often get calls from from individuals that might have purchased a tree at our plant sale and it's been in the ground for a couple of months and it's, they don't feel like it's doing anything, so they want to know if they should other things they should be doing with it. So you can find answers to all those questions at the phone room as well when you call and and, and ask about plants that you may have purchased. Yeah. Because I mentioned that the Master Gardeners are, are very knowledgeable, but they're also very friendly. They are more than happy to answer questions. So I know sometimes people can be hesitant about asking questions because they, you know, you guys are really smart and they don't want to feel dumb, right? But but um, you provide great information, very basic, to help people understand, um, you know, it, what works and don't make them feel bad, right? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Thank, I don't think we're all that smart. We're still learning. <laughs> I learn a lot of stuff every every day. And mm-hmm. recently I learned something about chill hours, you know, which I didn't know. Oh, yeah? And so we learn from each other, and we also learn from the public. I remember one time I recommended that they use a copper spray on uh, stone fruit. Mm-hmm. And I said, you could use any copper spray that they sell. Well, I had a lady come back to me later and says, I bought this, and on the, it, on the uh, label of it, it says, do not put on peach trees. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I didn't know that. So I learned yeah. that you've got to be careful about what kind of copper you get. I think the other thing you have to keep in mind is we've tried so many things that don't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> through that natural uh, natural occurrence, mm-hmm. we, we find things that do work. So it's not like we've all of a sudden had this knowledge. It's we've tried so many things. And, and believe me, when you've got a garden or plants, you are, as Gary said, you're always learning things. And there are just things that don't work. And we learn yeah. that. You shouldn't be embarrassed if a tree a plant dies because that's just part of the process. Yeah. Now, but, one thing, uh, Master Gardeners, I learned was that when you buy a plant, leave it in the pot, put it where you want it to be, mm-hmm. leave it there for a long time and see if it does well. If it does well, then you go ahead and put it in the ground. Yeah. If it doesn't, find another spot that you think would do well, you know, especially here in our area where we have so much shade, you really have to find the right place to plant. Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking about when we were talking about the planting it is, is particularly with trees I mean you have to keep in mind trees grow right. and they get big so you have to know how big that tree is going to get uh, before you decide actually right. where you put it and a lot of our trees require full sun which means eight hours a day in the summertime you know so uh, if you have less your tree won't do as well okay so we're gonna um, go to the ma- to the master gardener tree and nut fruit and nut tree sale um, pick out some great trees we're gonna take them home we're gonna plant them we're going to call the extension office, call the master gardeners if we need some advice. Um, but so uh, we were going to have to take another little break here, but I want to ask too, when we come back, so the growing, pruning, you mentioned in the demonstration garden, some of them you just leave alone and you don't do anything to. So I, I want to find out more about how that um, works out. Okay. And, um, and then, of course, you know, anything else that you guys want to talk about, but... Um, you're listening to the Extension Hour uh, right here on Lone Star Radio 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. And we will be right back. Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service is all about extending knowledge and providing solutions. We do that by using science-based information to create high-quality and relevant education for the people of Texas. More importantly, this outstanding education is delivered locally, right here in our county. We encourage lasting and effective change that helps our communities and our county thrive. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. 
Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because every life matters. Welcome back. You're listening to the Extension Hour. This is Amy Ressler. I'm a county extension agent for family and community health. But uh, the Extension office actually has a lot of different um, disciplines that we work in. So agriculture and natural resources, which includes horticulture, which includes master gardeners, um, also the 4-H and youth development program. And then, of course, we do some community development as well. But we're all about helping Texans make their lives better. And I, I said that kind of Texan-like, helping Texans make their lives better. <laughs> so, yeah. Woohoo! All right, so we do some awesome things, and one of the things that uh, is a highlight, I think, uh, for a lot of people are the the sales that our master gardeners have, um, so veg- uh, the vegetables and other types of plants. So there's a spring plant sale, a fall plant sale, but tomorrow is the big fruit and nut tree sale. So we've got Scott Darnell and Gary Tannehill here with us today, and we've been talking a lot about the sale, and then I'll just even more about, besides the sale, what do you do? So... Um, we talked about bare root trees, and we're going to take those and um, plant, them plant, plant them quickly or let them, what do you call it, a healing bed? He, oh, well, yeah. Or healing? We say healing, healing in. Oh. <laughs> it just means, it's H-E-E-L, I think. So oh. You just sort of, <laughs> not H-E-A-L. So you just sort of dig a shallow um, trench and sort of lay them in sort of horizontally and cover them up, and that just covers the roots until you can actually plant them. Okay. A few days later. I, I like the idea of healing, though, because plants are, can be very healing. Oh, that's true. So, funny story, I have a, a friend who has this idea that master gardeners are kind of very solemn. They're like monks walking around the garden. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 they're not like that no, at all. Not at all. <laughs> but, you know, that kind of goes along with the, put your, put your tree in a healing bed. I think <laughs> of it, it's H-E-E-L because you kick your heel into the ground uh, and you make a little trench, you know. Oh, there you but go. But it's a much bigger thing. <laughs> okay, so you um, you plant it, and then it starts to grow. Right. What do you do? Okay, well, uh, I'll talk to you a little bit about peaches. Okay. Peaches require a lot of care, uh-huh. and I tell my students that the best thing about a peach is eating it mm-hmm. because they're very good whenever they come off the tree, and, you know, you get visiting come from California or someplace, they're right there, and they're very good. Mm-hmm. But you need to prune them, and you also would need to spray them for various other things. Uh, but... We're going to be pruning our trees very soon uh, in mid-February. And what we prune them for, uh, for the peach trees, you prune them for production and also to protect them from uh, fungus. You know, here we have lots of fungus mm. because it's so... So we try to prune them like a vase where the middle of the tree is sort of open. That way the sun can uh, come in and, and, and dry things out and, and the wind dries things. And then uh, we try to prune them to get any dead wood out, any diseased wood. And then we try to keep them low so that we don't have to get on a ladder. Because uh-huh. a lot of master gardeners are older and you don't want to get on a ladder. But <laughs> even young people fall off ladders. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. we try to keep them small. So that's what we try to do. So you mentioned in the uh, demonstration area there's some trees that you just leave alone. You don't do anything to. How right. do those work out? Well, in fact, uh, the citrus is pretty much that when it comes to pruning. So see what is about that, yeah, if I'm correct. Depending on what you're growing, mm-hmm. pruning serves can serve different purposes. Citrus trees need pruning because you want to manage the growth. You don't want them to get too big so you can't pick the fruit, can't harvest the fruit. And also, you know, one of the things that's really, one of the toughest things gardeners do is prune because you feel like you're cutting your the fruits of your labor off, <laughs> but you're actually helping the tree by helping it manage its fruit production. And, and you may be thinking you're really pruning a tree back when indeed you're causing it to be able to have healthier fruit, bigger fruit, because it's not putting its energy into many little, little smaller fruit. So that's part of it. And the other one, you, as Gary mentioned, you take the dead wood out so you don't have the uh, dead, dead limbs there. Disease. Citrus and the disease. The mm-hmm. Citrus trees don't need the airing out that Gary mentioned, like the center of a peach tree or an apple tree. So theoretically, you could just let a citrus tree grow and it would bear fruit. But you want to manage the growth so it can bear better fruit and healthier fruit for you. And that's really what we prune for. Yeah. So what is one of the most common mistakes people make in terms of pruning? Do they 
not oh, pruning, I would not, say. Not, okay. Yeah. I think there's probably two, two things. Not pruning, as Gary mentioned as well. And for those of us that have overcome this tepidness around pruning and really go after it, it's possible to over prune too. You can cut too much off. That's right. And uh, we use kind of a rule of thumb, don't take more than a third of the, the limbs out of the tree at any given time. And that can be quite a bit, but it's possible to over prune. The other thing, and Gary may have some others, is pruning at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. If you prune the tree just when it's budded and ready to put on its fruit, then you can take all the fruit off the tree before it's even had a chance to, to grow out. So there may be others as well. Gary yeah, and I was going to mention that uh, in January, early January every year, we have a uh, tree and fruit class mm -hmm. that we offer in Saturday mornings. And so we tell you about how to take care of the trees. And then we go out in the garden and we actually show you how to take care of the trees and you can see practically, you know, what kind of cuts we make and what, what we do. So I expect next year uh, we'll probably have that class again and you can find out about that on the website or send an email. Many people ask about the best time to prune a citrus tree and one of the things we offer versus trying to remember a specific date or is once you've harvested all the fruit, that's probably the lo longest distance between now and the t next time it'll have fruit. So if you harvest it after you've harvested all the fruit before it started budding out, that's what you want to look for. Let me mention one other thing. Uh, tomorrow in the Conroe Courier, there's be an article about grapes. Uh, okay. We can grow grapes in Montgomery County well. And so uh, not only do we talk about pruning, but about the different varieties. So if you get that newspaper, you can see that. Okay. So what's your favorite favorite part of the garden, favorite tree? as we get ready to close out here. Well, I like peaches, even though they're a lot of work, uh, <laughs> but I love to eat them. Mm -hmm. so that makes up. Scott? You know, Gary's not going to like this. I mean, I love citrus, uh -huh. but my favorite fruit or vegetable is a tomato. You can call it a fruit or vegetable, yeah, whatever yeah. you choose. But <laughs> boyhood memories, tomatoes uh -huh. and growing pounds and pounds of tomatoes in the summer. Wow. Okay, so let's just remind everybody one more time. Website, mcmga.com. And the sale is tomorrow, January 26th. We'll start at 8 a.m. with a presentation. And then the sale starts at 9, finishes up by noon. So you need to come sometime in there. And then if uh, you have any questions, you can always call or go online and find out more information. So thank you guys so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. You did, you did an awesome job. Pleasure so, to be here. Thank yeah. you. Pleasure to be here. So, um, just everyone, you're listening to the extension hour here on Lone Star Radio 104.5, 106.1 and I'm Amy Ressler and uh, next week tune in because we're going to have Sharon Walker and so those classes that Gary mentioned um, that happen on Saturdays, Sharon's going to fill us in on kind of what the schedule is and uh, probably give us a little lesson on something that uh, is going to be helpful for everyone. <laughs> so um, tune in and we'll see you then. Take care. Uh -huh.